Hello everyone, my name is Ace Morgan. Welcome to Move Better, Feel Great, a podcast for transgender non-binary communities. As a trans man working in the fitness industry since 2005, I know the importance of support. This podcast is about building community where trans and non-binary people can connect, heal, and collectively design new spaces to thrive. Join me by tuning in to Move Better, Feel Great with Ace Morgan, and let's light up the world with our tremendous power to love, reflect, and heal. Allies, welcome. Hello, everybody. I hope you're having a great 2023. It is January, and I am excited to, to get back into doing this podcast and bringing you some great interviews I have scheduled coming up. And, um, and of course these fitness tips, which I love to do every single month and, uh, reminding people that it's, it's not just about the workout. These tips are also about the mental health, um, and, and beyond the gym, beyond lifting weights, you know, it's nutrition, it's community, it's so many pieces, um, related to the to the fitness right to fitness so i uh, right, hope you're gonna enjoy these tips let's get right into fitness tip number one and that is move your body 150 minutes a week and that might sound like a lot um but let's break it up let's break it up into 40 minutes for four days a week or you could do 30 minutes five days a week you will you're you're worth it you will not regret it you're going to feel better afterwards you know people when they come to me in a session most of the time they're like oh my gosh i i, did, I really it took everything to get here i did not want to do the workout but i feel so much better afterwards and I, I don't think i've ever heard anybody say they feel worse after a workout so um just remember that you're, it's it's going to benefit you and everybody in your life because you're just going to feel better and it just, it's a great ripple effect to eat better, to drink more water, to eat healthier. All these things come out of that simple workout that could be 30 minutes. It could be 40 minutes and maybe you're feeling it. You're going to extend it maybe an hour if you have time and just, just put it in your calendar. I feel like when we schedule it, we'll get it done. You know, um, it, it, it'll make it happen. And, um, and you don't have to think about it. You just look at your calendar. You got it in there for that 30 or 40 minutes. And, and log the time just to see if you can get that 150 minutes every single week in. And um, that'll, be, that'll be a great goal for you. All right, let's get into fitness tip number two. Um, let's break down how many hours we sit a day. I love to talk about this because I think people are always shocked when, when we calculate, you know, there's 24 hours in a day, but when we're thinking about how many hours we're sitting in a day, uh, most, a lot of people, they actually aren't commuting anymore to work. I mean, I want to say it's like maybe half the population now is working from home or something crazy like that. Um, and so if we break it down, you know, maybe we're still, when we wake up, we're going to sit down for about 15 minutes usually 20 minutes only for breakfast. It's usually kind of fast. And then we're going to commute an hour. If you know, that's just, you know, maybe you're not commuting, but when I used to commute, it was an hour to the city. Uh, then we're going to, you know, maybe you're, you have a desk job. So we're going to be sitting, you know, seven to eight hours at the desk. Um, we have a lunch break and that's usually 30 to 45 minutes. Um, then we commute back home and that's that hour again, commuting home. Sometimes it's more. Oh man, I remember uh, commuting back to the East Bay from the city. Sometimes it would be an hour and 10, 15, 20 minutes. Brutal. And then um, and then we've got dinner. And dinner is usually just a kind of a short 
dinner also. I find people don't sit and enjoy their food long enough, 30 minutes. Uh, and then we sit down on the couch usually and watch something, maybe a movie, maybe TV. And that could be one to two hours of sitting after dinner. Um, so that's 12 to 13 hours that we're sitting a day. That is so much sitting. So yeah, and we know studies have shown that, you know, the, the, that cluster of conditions, uh, uh, you know, that a cluster of conditions occur from sitting too much, right? Um, not, not getting up and taking those breaks throughout the day. And that cluster of events that happen in the body, um, we know you increase blood pressure, high blood sugar, weakness in the legs and glutes. Cause our, you know, if we're not using our legs, if we're not using it, we lose it. That's the muscle mass, right? Um, we get tight hips. That's the number one problem in most of my clients, their backs and hips are tight and it's almost always from sitting sitting, sitting around, um, sitting at the desk, sitting for work, whatever it is you're doing, but you're sitting. So, um, set that alarm maybe for, and, and stand up, set a timer. Uh, I love these watches, these devices that really get people to look and, and motivate to get up and move every 30 or 40 minutes. Um, we know that it can shorten your life, which sounds hella drama, to to the but it's real like this you know that much sitting it's just it it can shorten your life um uh, we know that it increases anxiety in the body in the mind um and it's a new term and it's called sitting disease it's a, i mean i don't know how new it is but it's a newish term um it, it called sitting disease and it's linked to 34 chronic chronic conditions in the body and mind. So remember that, you know, the top five of these chronic conditions is heart disease, cancer, diabetes, type two, depression, arthritis. Wow. There are, there's more than in the top five, but these are the kind of the big ones. Um, and we know that, you know, our bodies, they're, our bodies are designed to, to, to move, to freely stand and squat and bend, lay down, roll, etc. So, you know, every joint has its function in the body. And when it's just stationary and, and, and just sitting there and that we're not moving it, um, we get, it gets tight and tense and the fluids aren't moving. Right. Um, you know, yeah. So al allow ourselves to move, you know, to move freely without pain is, 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 you know, my, my tagline is move better, feel great. And, you know, when you wake up in the morning and you, you maybe you're a little bit stiff and you, you kind of move your body a little bit and get those fluids moving, your nervous system's firing up and, and moving around, you, you usually feel a little bit better. And so it's like, you know, when you start a car, I'm from, I'm from Michigan where it's very cold and we used to start the car in the morning and let it warm up. I always think about that with my body, right? Before I do my classes and things we're we're trying to move that body to get, to get your body warmed up. Um, yeah. So yeah, we, we, we know that when we move, we, we feel better. So set that alarm. Um, and, and one of the most unnatural positions is sitting, we're just not meant to sit. So how do we how do we combat it? Stand up, move that body, and 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 maybe start logging how often you're sitting. If you're having back pain and there's nothing structural going on, you know you weren't in an accident or something like that. Um, I bet it's I bet it's from sitting. And we can you know sort of look at some of those muscles that are in the hips and lower back that are tight from all that sitting. Get it loosened up, and I bet you're going to get out of some pain there. All right, that's going to be fitness tip number two.
fitness tip number three, I, you know, as a, as a personal trainer, um, this is going to be my 18th year as a trainer, um, coming up. And, um, you know, I, I'm always, you know, curious about people's excuses for not being able to train reasons that they can't train. You know, sometimes, you know, people, they're not, they're, they're, they're not able body. There's things that are happening, maybe injuries, uh, that they, they and they can't train, but I just thought I'd look it up, and I was just curious what what the top excuses are. The number one excuse is time, and I get that. That's real. Single parent, maybe maybe you're not a single parent, but you got kids. You got that we're trying to get um, make create time. So I love to say, just make keep it simple. You know, make it create a great home workout. Get a get a video. I have some great videos that I'll be selling soon on my website. Um, and they're really, really, they're, they're going to be some really great things you can do at the house. Short, some of them are short. Some of them are 30 minutes, 15 minutes. Some of them are going to be an hour. Um, and you'll be able to buy those hopefully in the next month, everything will be up and running on my site for that. But, you know, create the time, make it a priority and get it in your calendar. That's so fitness. I mean, the, the top excuse is number one, no time. Again, I get it. Um, number two, people don't really enjoy working out. And so I'm always, I'm always curious, like, what can we do to, to make it more, more fun? What can we do to, um, to create, you know, to, to have people want to come and, and, and move their body wherever that is, you know? Um, so finding the movements that you like, right. It doesn't have to be a marathon. I mean, I always, I don't really enjoy running. I do it every, every once in a while. I don't enjoy it. But I'm also finding other ways to move my body. We know running is good for cardiovascular. It's good for your heart. It's a great challenge every once in a while. But it doesn't have to be a running marathon, right? Uh, maybe it's not running. You know, maybe it's finding a workout buddy. I always say that. Maybe it's maybe it's going on a hike with a friend. Like going on a hike, that is no joke. You got the terrain is all over the place. Your really your your balance, your ankle mobility, stability is really challenged. Uh, maybe you're going uphill, right? Hikes are great. Um, and then, you know, maybe the next time you're going to, you and your pal are going to go and um, maybe go lift weights together. So just mixing it up. I find, you know, a workout buddy is always a great way to, you know, um, to, to find that person that, that, that you have a great time with um, to start getting some joy, let's say, in working out. Um, number three is fear of being injured. That's real. That's a real excuse. Um, and so people just feel like uh, I've hurt myself in the past. I go in, I go hard and I hurt myself. So you can always hire a trainer. You can always um, bring that pal with you or whoever you know that is an experienced person in the gym and they can show you the ropes. There's, um, there is some trustworthy um, resources out there. And again, I'm going to have some great videos up. You can always use those as well. But fear of injury, number three. Uh, number four, child care. That's real. Trying to find somebody to watch your kids so you can go work out. And again, this is another one where we can do something at the house. Maybe, um, maybe if they're small enough that you put them down for a nap and then you just go into this great home workout or put them in the stroller and kind of do a little bit of a jog with them in the stroller, right? Whatever it is. So, um, dance in the house, dance with your kid, bring your kid into the workout. That's a great way to, um, you know, in, in, you know, begin to introduce, um, movement to the kids and how important it is to move the body. And the fifth one that I found, these are just the top five. There were a lot more, but these are the top five. Um, 
and people are they're kind of embarrassed how their body looks. They don't they don't like how they look. So going to the gym is incredibly vulnerable, and that is real. I get that. That is so real. Um, so I always say then let's start off at the house. Maybe get yourself. Um, in, in a place that you feel you're feeling better, you're feeling more confident. Usually that happens and then you can take it outside. Then you can take it to the gym or, or not. You can continue to just keep it at the house. You can go to the park. Uh, but the, the fifth biggest, you know, uh, barrier, let's say is people are, they just feel like they don't like how their body looks. They have some shame. Maybe they've been teased and bullied growing up. That's real. I mean, I, I remember that growing up, the jocks and the punks and the, and the, the people, the outcasts always, it was always, um, a battle to sort of, you know, feel comfortable in doing, doing physical activities. Maybe you're not comfortable in the locker room. Maybe you're not comfortable. That's all real, real stuff going on there. So, um, embarrassed or, or, or like having shame, right? So those are the, the five excuses, barriers that are, have been in the way um, for people going to the gym for fitness tip number three. Fitness tip number four is think about your NEAT. That's N-E-A-T. And that's non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Um, so this refers to the energy used, the energy, you know, used to do everything outside of eating, sleeping and purposeful exercise. We know that when we're exercising and moving our body, we're, you know, um, we're, we're getting in, we're, we're getting in that workout, we're elevating the heart rate, we're building muscle. So how can we at get in some extra, right? Some extra movement, some extra burning, some extra building, uh, and that's uh, increasing your NEAT. And that's, you know, taking the stairs, you know, parking farther away at, at the, at, when you go to the store, the grocery store, park further away. Um, doing housework is no joke. I mean, one time I wore my heart rate monitor just to see how many calories I burned and my heart rate was up and I was sweating doing my housework. So, you know, just, in, just thinking about incorporating more of these activities throughout the day, taking the stairs, if you're able-bodied and you could do that again, parking far away, just increasing these little things seem small, but they really actually do a lot for your, for your health and fitness. So that's tip fitness tip. Number four, think about your neat fitness tip. Number five, take a look at your surroundings. What, what are, what are, what do your surroundings look like? Kind of doing a little inventory of yourself, right? Um, this is a great one to keep, to you sort of keep the focus on yourself. It helps, you know, again, looking around, seeing, seeing how you're living, you know, is there clutter, clutter in your life? You know, um, who are your friends? How's your mood? I love just sort of checking in with myself and looking at these things, right? Um, you know, of course, yeah, we're looking maybe clutters at the desk. Let's clear the clutter at the desk. Let's uh, maybe, maybe also just in areas in the kitchen or in your bedroom and rooms in the house, looking at some of the stuff that could be just kind of weighing you down and getting in the way. I, I remember when I had clarity around this piece, I um, thought about like, if you go to like a day spa or like a fancy hotel and there's just, it's just serene and feels so calm and good. And I was like, oh yeah, there's just not a lot of crap around. It's just, you can sort of think clearly and um, have a good peace of mind. So thinking about, think, thinking about that clutter, the stuff, maybe like I said, in the house, you know, just get rid of it. Um, donate it to a friend, give it away, put it on the street. You know, people always love 
your stuff, right? Um, and, and the who's your friends piece, that's that's one that I look at every once in a while. We we can change and maybe our friendships don't. Even family. Family could be um, could be challenging sometimes. You might just need a break. And so I love to look at that as well. Like, mm, actually, I, I, I'm going to limit my time with this person. I'm going to um, it doesn't feel like a give and take. I feel like, you know, I'm giving more or they're taking or whatever it is, just sort of looking at your surroundings. Who's, who's uplifting you, who's bringing you down. So that's going to be fitness tip number five, looking at your surroundings. Fitness tip number six kind of is similar to fitness tip number five in some ways where who is your team? Who's on your team? I'd love to talk about building my team. Um, a client the other day and I were talking and, and they were like, yeah, your pit crew. I loved that. That's a great way to describe it. Like who's, who's in my pit crew? Um, who's helping me with my growth, my health, my recovery, you know, that mind, body, and spirit is, you know, affected by people around me. And I, I feel like I have a choice too, um, when I think about how, how my day is going to be. So, um, you know, helping, having the right people on your team can really help you uh, think about what kind of day you want to have. I feel like I have a choice today in that, you know, maybe, maybe there is something going on in, in, in my life. Maybe somebody passed and, I, and I'm in my grief and that's fine. But it, overall in general, like I, it's that kind of law of attraction vibe. Like, like what are you bringing in? Who's on your team in every way? Um, yeah. Who are you letting in? Right. Family, the friends, again, this is kind of back fits with the, with the fitness tip number five, um, but but thinking about mod- different modalities, which I love to talk about for your um, for your recovery, whether that's acupuncture, body body work, chiropractic, Reiki, um, NET, all of it um, really really is is part of your support, your team, right? We know that it, it takes so many people to to uplift us. It, we nothing gets done alone. That's something I have to always remember. I've been the I got it guy my whole entire life. So, doing a quick, quick inventory of like, oh yeah, I, I got this great body worker, and I have an amazing chiropractor, whatever it is. Like, just keep building that team because um, you're just going to feel so much better and better benefit from it physically, mentally, right? Maybe you just you maybe you haven't had a therapist for a while. So, different things like that. Who is on your team? Who's that pit crew? I love that uh, analogy. And that's going to be fitness tip number six. All right. Fitness tip number seven is for those that are, you know, lifting in the gym. Um, how, how are you prepping your body before your lifts? I love to think about this. We know that, it, um, it takes so much time to prep before a lift, meaning is there some tension in my body? You know, are my muscles stiff? You know, investing investing in that rotator cuff. I stress that so often. Um, is my you know are my ba- is my back tight? Probably because because I've been sitting. So let's let's roll out let's roll out those adductors, your piriformis. Get get this body a little bit loose before I go and maybe do some heavy deadlifts or squats or any lifting. Really, we want to get we only want to foam roll and stretch those muscles that are tight, right? So you know, getting, getting in, uh, hiring a trainer is always a great way too to sort of have somebody really look and see what your muscle imbalances are, right? What's going on in my body? What's tight? What's loose? What needs to be engaged? What's not engaging? What's overworked so that these other muscles, um, when your muscles are overworked, uh, certain muscles can't fire properly, right? So having somebody really do an inventory on your body, a, a trainer or somebody that's really knows what's going on with, with the human body, um, is a great way to sort of 
you know, understand what's going on and, and how to prep your body for these lifts. So, you know, taking, taking that time before you lift, you know, again, what, you know, that, that could be foam rolling. It could be stretching. It could be, you know, getting your glutes activated. It could be, um, you know, I, I mean, I like to if just kind of do a little inventory and stretch my hips before like a deadlift, maybe activate my glutes, whatever, it, you know, maybe again, if you're, if your body's super tight, um, we're trying to get those muscles somewhat back to normal length. Like they're you're probably never back to normal length because we're always contracting the muscles. But that you know that's what we're doing when we foam roll and stretch. The muscles are so tight and small and short, right? That we're trying to get them back to normal length, and we we have to do that, or we're going to have injuries. We're going to have again muscles that aren't firing properly because these muscles surrounding are so tight that other muscles are taking over. So um, you know, just do a little inventory again. The glutes, the rotator cuff, maybe the mid back. See, see how that mid back is. Usually the pecs are really tight. We're kind of rolling into the midline of the body. I call that medial rotation. So get the, the pecs nice and stretched out and roll them with the uh, lacrosse ball. Really get that in there. So prepping before the big lifts is is crucial. It's crucial. You're gonna see you're gonna be able to lift more. Um, I, I know my my deadlifts have really increased from that and my squats from just paying more attention to the prep before I lift. We're, we're not just going to get under a barbell or, or deadlift um, without some of that prepping before you lift. So like I said, hire a trainer or just somebody that really knows the body well, that body worker maybe you've hired and just maybe they can kind of explain what's happening more in your body. So that's going to be fitness tip number seven. All right, everybody, that is going to be it for my seven tips of fitness. I hope you got a lot out of this. And I look forward to um, getting these other interviews that are in the works here going for, for 2023. And and so, yeah, stay tuned for some of that action. And thank you so much for listening to Move Better, Feel Great with Ace Morgan. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me at acemorganfitness.com. Twitter at Ace Morgan. And you can also find my three classes I do every single week. I do a Monday. It's a great one. Full body, no equipment. I got a Wednesday chest and back, bands and dumbbells. And a Friday class, it's an awesome one. It's also bands and dumbbells. We got legs, shoulders, bicep, tricep, and core. All these classes, we stretch and do a three-minute meditation. They're all Pacific times. So check out my website for those classes. Subscribe to this podcast and tell a friend about it. Take care, everybody. Be well and never give up.